This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. This is the great R.D. Reynolds. He is in Kit's Corner as we go through the latest episode, part two, Jokes on Catwoman. What is going on, R.D.? I just, I, this is, I'm, I'm a little melancholy today wow because we're you know blowing through these episodes we're, we're nearing the end of our run and today the last yeah. Catwoman episode there it is there i it is. i i we will have a lot to discuss about Catwoman. we have a lot to discuss about one eartha kit of course we have not rated her yet as we, it's been several episodes since we've rated someone. I think. So. I think so. I think so. Mm-hmm. So we will be we'll be getting back to that tradition uh, here later in this episode, and we'll have a ton to say. I'm sure you have a ton to say. I will have a ton to say. Yes, absolutely. Theories, ideas. Yes, contemplations. But yes, this is uh, the jokes on Catwoman. Yep. Original air date, January 4th, 1968. This day, Sugar Ray Robinson, Joe Jeanette, and Barney Aaron were inducted into the Ring Magazine Hall of Fame. Apparently, there was not a Boxing Hall of Fame, so there was a Ring Magazine Hall of Fame. Are you Are you familiar with ring magazine oh god that was a big deal back in the day bro absolutely i'm familiar with it yes tell the younger viewers what ring magazine is well ring magazine was kind of like pro wrestling illustrated no bro yes it co- it, it, it it covered boxing very very thoroughly mm-hmm. did were you ever a subscriber no uh no no do, do you like the fisticuffs do you like pugilism Bro, I don't like watching competition where people can get hurt. That that's why like I'm not a, I'm not a UFC guy. I just I don't like I don't like seeing people get hurt. Do you like professional bro, I have, football? To this, to this day, bro. To this day and I was there. Mm-hmm. To this day, bro, I have not watched Sid's broken leg. I was there. I was actually, because that happened in Indianapolis. Uh, And yes, I was there. And when that happened at WCW Sin, was the name of the show, uh, he jumped off. This was in the main event. No one knew what happened because you're watching it live. You don't, I mean, if you're watching it on TV, you could rewind or whatever. We just saw him jump off the rope and was like, that was a really weird finish. What was that? You know, we we didn't know. But of course, it was a horrific, horrific injury. Yeah. So, yeah. And what made it worse was prior to that, whoever the agents of his match was, he mm-hmm. told them he was uncomfortable doing that. Yes. And they insisted that he did that. So he had one hell of a lawsuit on his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So people people like to blame you for that, but just for the record, you yeah, well, probably I, not the agent for bro, that. Bro, believe it or not, I they subpoenaed me. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, bro, I spoke on Sid's behalf because mm-hmm. I knew that day that he told them he didn't want to do that. Yep. <clears throat> so interesting, but yeah. Good old Sid. I love uh, every once in a while Sid will pop up on my socials. And it's fun because he's just like this happy grandpa now. I've always been a fan of Sid's. Always, mm-hmm. always, always. He kept it so simple. He loved playing softball. Yeah. <laughs> it was real, real simple. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, and people would always get really mad. It's like, no, wrestling is not my passion. I'd much be much rather be playing softball. Yep. So yes. that's what he would go do, you yep. know, and yep. people took offense to that. Yeah. There, are, It's okay to have other interests in life, folks. It really is. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, I, I always got along with him. Well, I was always a fan of his. But uh, let's look at jokes on Catwoman and Batgirl is kidnapped. Yes. What's this? An ambush outside the home of millionaire Carnaby Cats, where Catwoman, the Joker, and their evil cohorts lie wickedly in wait for Batgirl and the Cape Crusaders. So Batman and Robin come out. And they, they, of course, from the last episode with one of the worst cliffhangers yet, uh, they're just like, okay, this guy got beat up. You know, what are we going to do? And they're like, we don't, we don't have the clues as to where this gunpowder is. Joker and Catwoman, if you're just joining us, are trying to figure out how to steal all this, this gunpowder so they can blow a hole in the Federal Reserve. So they are doing this. Uh, Batman and Robin are like, okay, we don't have the clues. Batgirl, so they're going to leave. And so Batman and Robin say, okay, well, how can we contact you? And it's like, well, how can I contact you? And it's like, well, you know, we figured it out before. So we'll, we'll just, we'll catch up with each other later. If we, either of us, if any of us figure anything out, we'll contact, we'll figure out a way to contact the other one. So Batman and Robin take off in the Batmobile. Batgirl goes to take off on her Batgirl cycle, but she can't get it started. Serious question. If you're ever someplace, you and your wife, and you're both driving vehicles, separate vehicles, do you not, if you start the car, do you not wait to make sure that her car is going as well? 1,000%. You always follow the female. What kind of? I agree with that. I agree with that. You always, always follow the female. Even if it's, even if it's, even if it's not a female, even if it's just your, your male buddies, you guys have gone to hit, uh, you know, whatever you gone to BW threes or something. If you have terrible taste, uh, and your guys are all leaving, you would probably just wait and make sure their car starts, but that's yeah. not what Batman and Robin are doing. Batman's no. like, I'm going to spin some gravel and get out of here. Yeah. So Catwoman shows up and she goes, well, it's going to be kind of hard for you to go anywhere. Cause I took your spark plug. So they hog tie her. Was that not what you would call it? Whenever yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. They had her tied. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, you can contra- you can twist and tie all you want. Those are cat's whiskers, a fiendish invention of mine. They automatically contract when placed in close contact with the heat of the body. So in seconds, Batgirl will be strangled to death. <laughs> and thereby- she, she said that show not so nonchalantly. 
No, she's she'll be she'll be strangled to death. It's all yeah. cool. Yeah, one third of the terrific trio will be gone. When yeah. I do a job, I do it right. Again, she is like rolling her R's. She is hissing. Yeah. She is being evil. She is being so amazingly evil. There's no there's no nonchalant about this woman. Yeah, no. She wants Batgirl dead. No longer live, no longer among the living. She yes. wants this woman dead. So she she's not only rolling her R's as she's doing this, she's also. I'm just going to try and be as polite as I possibly can. She's giving herself a paw. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's just like, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they take off. They're going to leave Batgirl to bake in the sun. So that was our opening break. See, that would have been there. Would have been if they would have ended with this. Yeah, you're right. In the good last point. episode, Very you have point. a cliffhanger. Very good point. Yes. So. Batgirl's there laying in the grass, and she is like, okay, I got to do something. She sees a sprinkler control system. She rolls over to the sprinkler, and I I had a pop huge, bro, because it's a sprinkler control with two big buttons on and off. Would kids not have been hitting those buttons all Absolutely. day Absolutely. <laughs> well, Carnaby Cats may not have had a yeah. lot of, she may not have had children or anything. Yeah. Or- yeah, whatever that was that was funny go ahead so um <clears throat> she uh she hits it with her nose i think i legit thought she was gonna start kissing it yeah i think i think i think she might have did the chin gimmick okay chin nose whatever yeah. yeah french kiss uh narrator says free at last as the sprinkling system has caused the cat whisters to expand rather than contract yes we see Batgirl, she is rather drenched. Kids, if you ever wanted to see Yvonne Craig in a wet t-shirt contest, this is about as close as, as you're going to get. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yes. Also, Catwoman, I, you know, I always listen. I'm always listening to the music. Catwoman has a new theme on the last episode she's ever in. It sounded like it was on a theremin. So I approve. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you know what a theremin is? I do not. It's an instrument. They used to use it back in the uh, 1950s for science fiction movies. Right. It's an instrument. You don't touch it. You just move your hands and it makes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. So awesome. 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 I need that for my. uh, See, you're always wanting paraphernalia and and props and everything else from the show. I just want the music. The music I want yes. these music pads so I can just throw them on my phone. I'm having a bad day. Pull up the Batwoman, Batgirl love theme, but yeah. whatever. So we go to the Batcave. Alfred's there. He offers Batman and Robin a snack. And Bruce's uh, Batman's like, no, no, Alfred. I never mix crime fighting with eating i'm pretty sure that's a lie because i am almost positive they have done this before and and it's funny too because as he's saying that like robin's reaching for the food oh robin's like screw you old man i'm having a a snack Uh, yeah yes yes so 
Gordon says Batgirl's called. Gordon calls. Says Batgirl's called. She wants you to meet her at the intersection of Cattail Lane and Line Lives Alley. Yes. That's behind the Novelty Manufacturing Center of Gotham City. Okay. I love that there's not just like one factory that makes novelty stuff. They have a entire like district, it sounds like, a manufacturing center for gag gifts. Yeah, which would be cool as hell. Would be awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> the Grim Grimalkin uh, novelty company is on that corner. And it's like, Grimalkin, what kind of name is that? Yeah. And Batman explains, it's an obscure, nevertheless acceptable synonym for cat. Yeah. Yep. So how how um, fortuitous is that that they you have Joker and Catwoman teamed up, and you basically have the Cat Gag Company? That's very nice. Well, I guess you, if you're in a manufacturing center, your odds increase that you wouldn't just have one company; you'd have a so, bunch of them. Yeah. So we go to the novelty company. <clears throat> they. Uh, Fine. Uh, so they finally get the night shirt and the cradle. So now they can steal the gunpowder. So they're looking at a chart of Phony Island. Phony Island. It's located on the southern tip of Gotham City. It says to find the exact location, we must look at the crib. And so she's. They're looking at this crib. They have all this stuff laid out. And it's like Joker's like this doesn't even make any sense. What what on what on earth is this? And she explains it's written in backwards, and in French. Giggler, get my mirror. Laugher, get my French dictionary. She speaks some French. Tish, see what I did there? Uh, this is the first time I've ever heard a cat purr in French. Joker says, trying to. Something yeah, and I wrote here too. Uh, uh, what's really standing out to me here is uh, Cesar Romero's gnarly teeth. I, <laughs> I, you I, and you, you and Cesar Romero's teeth. Oh my god, we, that's what we should have named. That's what we should. I, I was going to say Cesar Romero's teeth. All right, go ahead. I, I was going to say if we ever were to go back and do this again, it will be yeah. called Cesar Romero's teeth. Yeah. Anyway, he's kind of hitting on her, and she's like, "Just shut up." Skip the flattery. Give me the translation. So they go into this completely convoluted gibberish. God help you, Vince Russo, if you uh, transcribed it because old Artie Reynolds could not do it. Yeah, no, forget it. No. Uh, So they've got everything they need now. So they take off to go get the gunpowder. So finally moving forward. Here we go. They go outside, and Batman, Robin, and Batgirl see Catwoman's car. And Robin's like, okay, they're going to come out. Let's just go. Let's go beat them up. And Batman explains, (laughs) I think not, Robin. Yeah. All they've done so far, just hear me out, Boy Wonder. All they've done is... They've stolen a few items and attempted to kill you, me, and Batgirl. I think they're trying to plan something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
That was great. That was great. So the baddies take off. <clears throat> and Batman says, they're tracking them. Don't worry. Uh, we're going to go get in the Batmobile. We're going to follow them. And Batgirl's like, great, I'll go get on my bike. And Batman says, no time. No time. I have no idea why. Actually, I do. But he says, no, we're all going to go in the Batmobile. And she's like, it's a two-person vehicle. And she says, well, I guess it'll be cozy. And then Batman gives the perviest look that ever perved. Yes. He's like, you're darn right. Yeah, you could not miss this look to the camera. Why don't you sit on the bat lap and let's talk about the first thing that pops up. That's what I I think they cut I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to argue with that. Yes. So we go to the Phony Island Lighthouse. And I know what you're thinking. They're on Phony Island. RD, it can't possibly be, can it? Can Phony Island possibly be? Yes. Yes, it can be. The big black warehouse. Yeah. They did it. They did a decent job disguising the big black warehouse as they fumble around and, and try and find this gunpowder. And it's kind of funny because they're like walking single file behind each other. One, two, three, four. Because they're supposed to make like 50 steps this way, 27 steps that way, whatever. Yeah. So they're fumbling around. At this point, we meet the the light keepers. Mr. and Mrs. Keeper, they do like some kind of old timey bit or something. I have no idea what this was. I have no idea what the point of it was. But on this 25 minutes of airtime, I think their bits took up about 17 minutes. Yeah, and the thing that was driving me crazy, bro, was Mrs. Uh, Lighthouse Keeper. Mrs. Keeper. Mrs. Keeper had makeup on her turtleneck, and it was driving me nuts. Again, you're watching on your black and white 13-inch Philco. Yeah. Back in the day, you probably wouldn't have noticed. And I I legit was like, "Were, were these people famous? But the best I, I can tell, they were not. Were they? Well, she was very, very recognizable to me. They, they were definitely character actors back in that day. Yes. Oh, okay. Were yeah. they? Were they this character? Were they these characters? No, no. Uh-uh. Good, because if I had to live back in the 1960s and I had to live through this as my no. form of entertainment, I may yeah. have jumped off the roof. Not at all. So, <clears throat> Batman and Robin. Uh, so the bad guys are wandering around. They 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 go in the in the lighthouse. <clears throat> At this point, Batman and Robin also show up, and Joker's like, "Wait, no, 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 no! You're supposed to be dead. You're kaput, fini, defunct," which is what he said on the last episode. Uh, whenever he zapped them with his with his uh, with his uh, hand with the joy buzzer. There wasn't a cliff. So would that classify as a cliffhanger? I mean, that was it felt like it was like 10 minutes into the last episode. Joker yeah. hit them with the joy buzzer, and then they, I guess Joker hadn't seen them since, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he thought they were done. Yeah. <clears throat> and he says, uh, Batman says, we're very much not defunct, Joker. Neither is Batgirl. 
And so she, uh, Catwoman's like, this has to be some sort of periphetous trick. I bet it's done with mirrors. She says, uh, the mirror is broken, Catwoman. The last cat has crossed our path from now on. All luck is with us. So Joker in this lighthouse accidentally hits a button. And we see all the gunpowder. All the gunpowder is in there. Right. And Joker's like, let me take a look at this. So this numbskull, this dum-dum, lights a match to take a look at all the gunpowder. Batman's like, no, you fool! So then Joker throws the match inside, and he's just like, okay, it's okay. Everybody just well, what's bad about this, though, bro? Like, yes. this was a big, this was a, a blooper that they should have fixed. The When Joker goes to throw the match in there, the match clearly goes out <laughs> right. before he throws it. And I'm like, could could you not have done that over? They, I don't know if you knew this. On Once they were at this point, I really don't think. I this. agree. I agree with you. I do agree. Yep. Yeah. So Batman tells everybody to calm down. The, it, the There is an explosion. However, Batman tells us, in the split second before the actual detonation of the gunpowder, I was able to infuse this one room with anti-blast bat powder. Yes. And Mrs. Keeper's like, that's great, but what about my upstairs bedroom? I just vacuumed it. And Batman's like, oh, who cares? Shut up. The, the city will make it up to you. Yeah. They'll take the cost of your home out of Catwoman and Joker's prison pay for making license plates. How much money are they making? Like when you're in prison, again, we talked about this last episode. I think we mentioned this before. <clears throat> Neither you nor I have ever been in the slammer. Right. Okay. So I don't know. Do you make money when you're in prison? I I I think you do, bro. I think like whatever your job is, whether you're in laundry or making license plate, I think you're <clears throat> given money to buy things like cigarettes. I think mm. so. I'm not sure, though, bro. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> well, Catwoman hears this. She's like, I ain't going to prison. And she says, I want to make one. I, I get one phone call. I get one phone call. I want to make my, my call. I'm going to call Lucky Pierre, a defense attorney who has never lost a case. So she goes to make this phone call. And then Batman goes to Mrs. In, in Batman, like, is it a local call? Is this a toll call? <laughs> this is local. Okay. Well, he gives Mrs. Keeper a dime, you know, to cover nice. the phone call. Very, very nice. <clears throat> so uh, we go to Lucky Pierre's office. Would you care to guess where Lucky Pierre's office is? Yeah. Black warehouse. Yeah. So Pierre hears this. He says, it's difficult, not insurmountable for Lucky Pierre. Now be still. Don't utter a meow. I'll see you in court. If all goes well, knock on wood, we'll have you sprung before pussy willow time. Yes. Also, listening, Lucky Pierre had, this is kind of ironic, he had Louis the Lilacs theme as his theme. So. Interesting. We go to the first municipal court of the big black warehouse 
Pierre says the only way that this is going to be a really tough case. He's telling Joker and Catwoman. He says, the only way to beat this rap would be to bribe every citizen in Gotham, which takes dough, real dough. <clears throat> and so they said, uh, has, the, has the jury been chosen yet? He says, Batman is in the room interviewing the p- prospective jurors now. I'm like, Batman? Yeah, Batman. Because of his familiarity with the case, the DA has allowed him to handle the prosecution. <clears throat> I have only been uh, to court once, and it was because I was there for jury duty. Gotham City sounds like it has the worst judicial system ever. That you're allowing Batman. Okay, Batman caught these crooks, supposed alleged crooks. Okay, he caught the crooks. Now he's going to charge, he's going to choose, he's going to be the the DA or whatever for this. And then he also gets to choose the the, the, jury. the jury. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what kind of uh, what do they call that? Uh, a, a different kind of uh, what are they? Kangaroo court. Kangaroo court. Yes, yes. What kind of kangaroo court is this? So they come out. Batman is addressing the the jurors, and he is Adam West. I don't know what got into him this uh, uh, here. He decided, I may have overacted in the past. I am going to attempt to overact every overact that I have ever done. And he picked a great spot. He sure did. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. And he looks at him. I I, I mean, gentlemen of the jury. Because there's no there's ladies no to be women found. In jury. Yep. Yeah. Shocking that Batman, who would, would uh, not allow any women on this right. jury. <clears throat> says Catwoman, Joker, and their men are guilty of several major offenses. To wit, robbery, attempted murder, assault and battery, mayhem, and overtime parking. So he calls little Louie Groovy to the stand. Says, can you give your full name? He says, my full name is little Louie Groovy. Batman says, you were robbed and assaulted, right? And he says, uh, yeah, absolutely, I was. Batman's like, do you see these people? And he says, yes. He goes, those cats over there, the chick with the swinging outfit, the creep with the green hair, and those four clowns. And Batman says, for the record, the witness is pointing at the defendants. Yeah. To which Batgirl over on the side Oh, he's so authoritative, so confident. Robin's like, the more you work with Batman, the more amazing he seems. <laughs> so Lucky Pierre is over there. He's never calling any witnesses. He doesn't do anything. So Batman's final witnesses, final witnesses are the Mr. and Mrs. Keeper. Yes. She and he's like, Yep, you know, these people were the worst. They they did all these bad things. And she's like, <clears throat> wait a minute. That's his statement, not mine. And so as soon as she said that, I was like, Okay, so little or excuse me, uh Lucky Pierre has done something. He's gonna bribe this woman so she can get them off, whatever. 
not the case. Instead, uh, they she's just like, that was his statement, not mine. I had just vacuumed the upstairs bedroom. Right. And now there's no bedroom upstairs anymore. And that was like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <clears throat> I guess they were just feeling, can you just stretch this out? Yeah, maybe. Bed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so Batman is like, I don't. I don't understand why little Louie's not doing anything, you know, and Joker, or excuse me, like why uh, Lucky Pierre isn't doing anything. Did you see what Lucky Pierre had in his hand? I uh, no. What did he have in his hand? A hat? huge wishbone. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky, right? That yeah, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So he is not cross-examining. He's doing nothing. Joker's like, this is ridiculous. Aren't you going to offer some sort of defense? <clears throat> So he doesn't. This this kangaroo court still continues. Batman says, "Gentlemen of the jury, you've heard the evidence of fourteen separate witnesses, including Robin the Boy Wonder and Batgirl. Each of them corroborating the other stories. That with those of the defendants, or excuse me, with those uh, each other's story." that those defendants are guilty of all the crimes of which they are charged. In the interest of law, order, justice, good fellowship, and the flag, (laughs) you must convict them to keep our streets safe from evil. At this point, we meet the judge. The judge has the most he's supposed to just be he's not a, a character or anything right what he's about before the this before the judge though mm-hmm. what about uh um batman gives this wrap-up speech he gets a yes. round of applause mm-hmm. he goes over to batgirl and Ro- uh, batgirl and robin and they're standing up applauding and no, of course says, sit down robin <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be he doesn't want, yeah <laughs> yeah so now we go to the judge the judge. <clears throat> this judge has the most insane hair I may have ever seen. He looks yeah. so preposterous. Yeah, I he has this white hair that is like shooting backwards and up. Like I, I mean, if if you would have said, "Okay, this judge is going to be a villain," you know, yeah. in in a future episode, I would totally believe that. Yeah. So he orders the uh, he orders the jury says. You guys need to go to the jury room and and deliberate. Come back out when you're ready to give to give your your uh, your statement. So they said, "We don't need to go. <clears throat> we don't need to deliberate. We already have this. You know, we already have this. We find the defendants: Catwoman, Joker, Giggler, Laughter, Smiley, and Gus, who had never been named, but now they are. Smiley and Gus, not guilty." Of any of the charges. I guess Batman isn't a very good lawyer. And so they're like, there's something not right here. Batman, she's like, Batgirl. There's something very catfishy about this whole thing, Batman. And Batman's like, well, I don't know. I did my job. They they received a fair trial. You know, they've been judged not guilty. Every man's entitled to his day in court. We got to abide by uh, the jury's decision, but Judge Crazy Hair is yeah. like not down with this. Yeah, and he's like, 
Normally, after any case, I never make a statement to the jury. However, today, I cannot resist. Never in my 30 years on the Gotham City bench have I seen a more callous disregard for the facts in a case. You should all be chastised for making a travesty out of the judicial process. At this point, the lead juror goes, hey, stow it. And at that point, his mustache falls off. Right. So they're like, wait a minute. That's no foreman. That's that's Marvin the Moose. He used to work with Catwoman. And that second fellow over there, that's Dave the Dummy. He also worked with Catwoman. First of all, Catwoman hired a guy named Dave the Dummy. Right, yeah. And he says, <clears throat> Batman says, Your Honor, uh, I move for a new trial. And the, uh, and the judge goes, on which of several grounds? And it says, uh, on the grounds of a producial jury. Or uh, on uh, grounds of a bad jury. So Marvin the Moose pulls out a machine gun. <laughs> and boom, he's ready to, to light up. We get a fight. Who's back? Who's back? Who's back? Joke is stunt double. Stunt double Joker is back. I I may miss, you know, at the end of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, what is it? Uh, uh, Wizard of Oz, I, I miss you most of all or whatever. Yeah. She says that. Yeah. Joker stunt double. I may miss you most of all. Yeah. When this show is over. Oh. So Batgirl gets up on it. Did you see this? So Batgirl's up on a table. She's doing her kicking routine. That table nearly, I mean, it almost fell over. Yeah. She's kicking. I mean, it was swaying. I thought for sure she was going to fall and break her neck. Um, Oh, man. And then who should who should come to the aid? Who should join in this fight? But Judge Crazy Hair yes. he pulls out his gavel and whacks Joker on top of the head with it. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. Uh, Batgirl also sh- swings from a chandelier. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good fight. And there's this another was a good fight. There's another shot that popped me too. After that, the judge is behind the uh, you know, the, his his desk there, and he's guarding his water and his cup. Very nice. That I this was this was a this was a great fight scene. Yeah. They win, uh the heroes win, of course, the fight. We get this incredible dialogue. <clears throat> Batman, will you never learn? That you cannot outwit the law, Catwoman says, maybe one day I will, Batman, perhaps. He says, you'll never succeed in circumventing justice, Catwoman. Not as long as honest and dedicated law enforcers have a breath left. And Joker goes, oh, forget the morals. Just get us back to jail so I don't have to listen to these guys anymore. Yeah. That was just amazing. I don't want to hear these corny jokes. At this point, Batman stares directly at the screen and says, Great. But morals are the stuff men are made of. Yep. And until criminals learn that, our job will not be done. However, if and when they do, we'll only be too ready to hang up our capes and And cows. Very nice. We go to Gordon's office. Robin notes, well... You know, at least we got to meet some interesting characters. 
And then just to fill time on this episode, he lists every single one of them one by one. Yeah. Gordon says, I'm going to go call Babs. So he does. We go to the library. I know what you're thinking. RD, how how long has it been since we've seen a master criminal at the library? <laughs> Two days. It, it's, exactly. Yeah. So Louis the Lilac shows up. <clears throat> and Barbara's like, what on earth are you doing here? What are you doing with this boutonnet? Uh, I remember the time you stunned my friend Princess Primrose with an invisible knockout spray. So good for Babs. She remembers her friend. I don't know what happened to her. What happened? Do you think we'll find out what happened to Princess Primrose? I doubt that very much. Not a chance. Yeah. Anyway, he says, this is not some invisible knockout spray, Miss Gordon. It's the essence of lilacs, a scent with which I intend to corner the perfume market of Gotham City. I thought that the police commissioner's daughter should be my first recipient. And then, and then, and then, he just walks out. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Uh, Looks like he will be just as uninteresting as the last time. Yeah. Narrator tells us, and Louis the Lilac is indeed back in Gotham City, planning much more than cornering the perfume market, as you'll see in our next episode, which I am not looking forward to. Yes. Are we rating Catwoman? We It is time to rate Eartha Kid. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> now, go ahead. Do you want to guess how old she was when she filmed this? That is a great question. She's no young spring chicken. 32. She was 40. Really? Oh, wow. The rating, the rating goes up then. Looked pretty spry for 40, didn't Yes, she? yes. So. What are you giving her? <clears throat> you know what? <clears throat> I want to, I, I, we always basically do it on physical appearance, right? That's what right. we generally do. <clears throat> so for that, I would give her, I, you know what? I would give her like a seven, seven and a half, especially at 40 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. She, uh, but I think it's important that we, we note we've talked about this a little bit. Well, I, I gave her a seven, seven and a half. What do you give her? I'm going to give her an eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give her an eight. I think it's important to keep in mind <clears throat> that she did a awesome. She was she was great as a character. She was she was? <clears throat> I think I truly think if they had not brought her in as Catwoman, okay, just don't bring her in as Catwoman. Yeah. She she was hissing. And rolling her R's and everything. Bring her in as like, I don't know, like Lady Viper or something. Make up some snake lady character. Yeah, I'm with you. She would have been very fondly remembered. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. oh, no, not Eartha Kit. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. She did nothing wrong. <clears throat> no, she, it was kind of like, uh, you know, I, and, and to be fair, you know, we, we had talked about how when um, oh, da, 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 Gomez Adams. Yeah. came on john Aston came yeah. on and was the the riddler in a couple of episodes and we thought oh you know he was fine i think she was way better i agree as catwoman than he was his, yeah his he was riddler. he was a very vanilla in that role yes i thought she i thought she was great i thought she yeah. did a tremendous job <clears throat> if there was no julie newmar i think that you know she would have been very fondly remembered and i also think i like that she was she was just flat out evil yeah, she was there. There was no, 
I'm going to seduce Batman. I'm going to go live on an island with Batman and kill Robin. Yeah. Like Julie Newmar wanted to do. No, 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 no. She was just wanting to be just wanting to be evil. Yeah. No, I, I thought she did. a She did a great job with the shoes. She had to fill. Nobody was going to fill those shoes. She mm-hmm. did it. Ter- she made it her own and she did a terrific job. Do do you think if if she would have been on as a different character? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what's 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 interesting about this? Okay, <clears throat> is this was her final appearance on Batman? Okay. Not only that, it was her final appearance in any major role really? in America for more than ten years. Wow. She was at a <clears throat> she was <clears throat> she was at a um at the White House and she made a some uh basically uh anti, some remarks that were not taken well. I want to say they were anti-Vietnam remarks. Yeah. That was not taken well and she was basically blackballed, canceled. She was canceled since for the next 10 years she worked mostly in Europe and Asia. Wow. She did not really get any real Big, I mean, like Jimmy Carter, like welcomed her back after like ten years. So no, 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 she's she's okay. Don't you know? Let let her off the hook. But it says she really found her uh, best role in Disney's Emperor's New Groove, where she was a voice actor. Oh wow, that's cool. So yep, she was uh, she was there, and then uh, you know, remembered for this, remembered for uh, Emperor's New Groove. Uh, and also for singing uh, the worst uh, Christmas song on planet Earth, the one that anytime I hear it, I just want to smash whatever is making the audio with a hammer. What song is that? Santa Baby. Santa Baby. Okay. All right. Actually, there's a worse version. Madonna did a version of it. Yeah. It's uh, somehow a million times worse. Wow. Wow. What is your most hated Christmas song? Hated? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's tough to hate a Christmas song. I know it's not even Thanksgiving yet, but <clears throat> since we're talking about Santa Baby. I don't think I have one I hate, man. Uh, 12 Days of Christmas. No, I don't hate that. No, what what, what kind of man likes birds that much? Yeah, I don't. Alfred I don't, Hitchcock. <laughs> All right, listen, what's the name of the next episode? Who's next? Louis Lethal Lilac Time. All right, what is going on at Rupert's Kids? Getting ready for the holidays. Santa's getting involved. Santa, Santa, Santa sent me his latest videos of him. He is in hardcore training. He is in hardcore training to be ready for these kids on the air hockey machine, on, on anything they want to play. He is geared up. He is fired up. He is ready to go. Rupert's Arcade. And Rupert's and, Kids Arcade. Do we have a Facebook. date for that? Do we have a date? Uh, I do. Uh, let's take a look. Let me see. Did we get something set up yet? Do, 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 do. We do. It is de- Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 4 p.m. Rupert's Kids Arcade in Shelbyville, Indiana. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And what is going on at Russell? I'm having a hard time right now trying to determine what is going to be my every year at WrestleCrap.com. I do one induction a year that has nothing to do with pro wrestling, nothing at all. And so I'm debating what non 
wrestling Christmas movie I am going to watch. I am not going to go back and watch that horrible thing Ed Ferrara did. That you forced me to, you tricked me into Great that. Film. Great film. It was awful. I have to you know what one of my favorite there. Christmas movies is, believe it or not? Mm. Jingle All the Way. With with Arnold. Yes. Love the that. first one. Love that movie. Not the second one. I didn't even know there was a second one. Produced by WWE Films. Oh, God, no. With Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> no. We already inducted that. Thankfully, uh, Art watched that one, so I did not have to. Yeah, no, I love the, the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, RD, we will be back next week with Louis the Lilac. Ugh. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Oh,